What's up, boss? This is Abraham's wallet. We span the gap between the austerity of obedience to God and the prosperity rising from faithfulness. Run your home and your dough like a biblical boss. Hey, welcome to Abraham's Wallet. And uh, I'm in a new location today with a couple of really good-looking fellas that I want to introduce you to. They'll be coming on later. But until they are here, I'm here with uh, Chris Thompson, and I'm here with Chris Lyons. And uh, they are both part of uh, an outfit that we're going to be telling you about uh, more. So um, I'll just throw in, we are in... College Station, Texas, and I've you've heard me talk with Mark Douglas before in the past, and this is where Mark lives, and we're actually on the property of his company. But uh, my family is in Texas because uh, Thanksgiving has just happened, and we're here for the football game, which will happen later today. It's going to be wild. The upset of number five LSU um, by Texas A&M unranked and unheralded. It's going to be incredible uh, when it happens, but uh, that it's all anticipation right now. Anyhow, uh, we just thought we would take some time to sit down and I wanted to talk specifically to Chris, who I'm going to call CT because that's what people call you. Most people do. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm, I assume you're aware of CT stud the great English missionary. That's the only other CT I'm aware of. Well, that's great. Anyhow, (laughs) um, what CT has done is uh, something that we're very interested in at Abraham's Wallet, which is as men kind of take responsibility and ownership for their entire domain, we find that taking responsibility for your financial life, which includes your work life, is really a major part of you taking the domain that God intends for you to have as a husband and father. What was the itch that had to be scratched for you in starting your own business? Mm-hmm. Really started out doing this with, you know, recognizing that this is something that we wanted products for ourselves, you know, for, for my family, myself and my family. And maybe initially didn't even have the intention of really selling anything. But, you know, there's so many aspects to health and wellness and what you're putting in your body, exercising, sleep, what you're putting on your body. All of these things play like a different role in your health and wellness. And Chris mentioned the transition being difficult post-military. I would say I, I fell into that category for sure for a long time. And, you know, spent, uh, I mean, years working on different aspects of myself to get back to the best version of myself. Mm -hmm. And so this was one area that, you know, we started paying attention to, to what we're putting on our body and initially turned to some of the larger brands that, you know, put themselves out there as natural or organic. And then from that process learned that even the companies that are saying natural, there's very, very few of them that are actually naturally scenting any of their products. So it's all synthetically scented, you know, it's man-made chemicals that they're putting into it. They're just meeting a a governmental definition of 
organic so they can put that label on. Yeah, so, I mean, that, that part is true, but, um, but stating natural, you know, like it's, yeah, to me is, is pretty deceptive when, you know, what's being used to fragrance, you know, the mm-hmm. fragrance oils is not even listed. They're not required to, to put that wow. out. And when we did the labels for all of our products, um, the company that was doing the labels actually even suggested, they're like, hey, you're actually listing out all the things that create the scent. They're like, we don't really recommend doing that because that's giving away like something that is right. specific to those Too products. Transparent. And which, but for me, like if somebody wants to, to steal that, they totally can, that's fine. But I want people to know, hey, this is everything that we're putting into mm-hmm. it. We're not hiding anything. Like we're not just putting the word fragrance and right. hiding whatever synthetic right. chemicals are putting into it. No, we're actually listing out the essential oils, which are all natural from plants, you know, to provide that scent and everything's there. And if somebody wants to steal it and they do something really well with it, well, then that's more of a good product that's getting to people versus mm-hmm. some of the other stuff that's out there okay. on the market. So you're, you, you started making your own soap? Uh, we didn't do soap. Um, what did you all do of first ourselves. on your own? Um, I've done pomade, beard oil. Uh, we actually the first thing that we started out with was laundry detergent. And uh-huh. um, oh, I take that back. We did do some things with soaps. It wasn't bar soap that we started out with, okay. but like hand soaps and um, and actually, it's not really laundry detergent. What we were making was laundry soap. Um, gotcha. But yeah, there's a difference between a lot of what's even just in bars, you know, for your skin is not even really soap. It's a detergent, you know, because of... What's the difference? uh, All the synthetic components to it. Um, With a traditional soap, it has to have lye as a part of, um, you know, mixing some of these plant oils with the lye that make the soap. Uh Detergents, it's all synthetic. Uh, it's a lot cheaper to make that way. Um, it's a lot faster process. There's no curing time like there is with like a natural soap, like what we do. Like it's about four weeks or so curing time where a detergent, it's you make it and it's close, ready to be boxed I right see. away. And, and therefore it costs less, but you know, it's got dyes in it. Um, it's mm-hmm. it dries out your skins detergents also like the natural oils that we have on our body it strips away some of that stuff okay where as a actual soap ours anyways will help protect against that like some of those natural oils will stay, stay on your body so it's still getting you mm. clean but it's not causing that skin irritation and drying your skin out can you give the people a little coaching when they go to the store what what how do they know if they're looking at soap versus detergent? Most of the big brands are detergents. Um, but ingredients-wise, if you see the word lye or the word saponification, which saponification is the process of the mixture of lye and the oils okay. together, then you know that's a soap. If you're not seeing any of that, then it's potentially a detergent. Another thing to look for is that if you see the word fragrance, that denotes synthetic. There's a whole world of... Right. If you see the word essential oils, then that is something that is natural and comes from a plant. Okay. 
Okay, what year is this that you, that you decided to make a company? I mean, there's several evolutions, but the most recent one yeah. was over a year ago. And that's, you know, there were, um, you know, my wife and I were just totally bootstrapping everything, uh-huh. doing everything ourselves, and which was going good, but it really didn't look as good as it could in just the whole branding aspect of it. And um, Chris and I had now known each other for several years at that point. I was like, hey, you know, like, do you think that Fidelis might be able to help with some of the branding and marketing? And, and that's just been a huge blessing in our life and to where everything does look and sound right. And, and I mean, and it's part of like the discovery, the brand workshop and everything, understanding what, what I value, what we're trying to do and achieve. Right. And then connect that with, with others who feel the same way and who mm-hmm. are looking for something similar. Just to say it to everybody, this is, this is the brand. This is the product here. This, it's cleaner. Right? It's mm-hmm. spelled K-L-E-N-R, cleaner. So all of the stuff that you now make comes under this heading. This is uh, Fidelis's visualization of that, of right. that idea. And then yeah. t- tell me when you, w- when you found him, tell me mm-hmm. about that conversation of uh, let's, <laughs> well, let's get in cahoots. Well, so it was a really weird day. So uh, I, when I was at A&M, um, I helped coordinate uh, the entrepreneur, Entrepreneur's Boot Camp for Veterans. Right. So what? In, what? In, yeah, okay. the, the entrepreneurs boot camp for veterans, and and it and it went through May's Business School, and and what happens is is that we would bring veterans in from all across the United States that had a great business idea, and then oh, what wow. is it? Two weeks at the time, I forget how long it was. Week, Something two weeks. like that. Yeah. So, at, and what we would do is it was an intensive. So everything from the financials to the branding, the marketing, to how wow. to run a business, everything that they needed to know in order to catapult themselves. It's actually become even bigger, and and the gentleman that's running it there at A and M now. Has has a lot of money poured into it, and it's, it, it 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 does a lot of good. But so we met that day, and then and then Chris is he was a born entrepreneur. So what happens is he can't shut his brain off thinking about this the guy? new this new CT is the the brand new best idea. How can I get in there? How will this work? How do I get this financed? How do I get this into the market? Okay, I've got another idea. One of the th- bad things that happens with a lot of veterans is because we are uh, focused in it is that our, our lives end up being service-oriented businesses. Mm. And we have, to, we have to move ourselves away from that. And, and, and or, or d- it, Let yeah. me just ask this question because sure. this, this is a corner that Abe's wallet likes to live on. Was mm-hmm. it a tough, it, is it a tough thing for you to get around that we want to be very profitable? We want, we want, to make a lot of money with this thing. Yes, it's gonna serve people because, mm-hmm. of, because of the quality of the right. product, but we want to make a lot of money. Is that hard for you to get your head around? I would say definitely because mm-hmm. like what Chris mentioned, like there's a, a service aspect to things. Of course. And, and we still are doing some things service-wise that aren't so, so public right. with the company, but um, this is gonna sound odd, but like I just feel that this is where, like, there's so many things that have come into place to, mm. to where I am at today that, like, there's no question in my mind this is the path that God wants me to be on. Um, and because of that, you know, I need to, I just need to enjoy each moment, I, like, and just have fun, you know. And so um, that's, like, a big part of it is just, and I am. I'm having tons of fun. and. Good. 
um, and other people are enjoying the products and getting value out of them and and it's and it's making money so like you know I think really putting my priorities in other places and not stressing about uh, I mean, it's gonna sound. I feel like odd saying this to the finance guy, uh-huh. you know, but uh, <laughs> like not stressing about that because if I feel if I do, that's what I'm going to be drawing more towards myself versus yeah. if I'm focused on other things, you know, something more on the positive end versus mm-hmm. like, oh man, is this going to work out? Is this going to bring in enough money? Like what I'm putting my attention on is what what I'm drawing more towards totally myself. Totally understand. I started as a missionary. I was a missionary for a while. So I have this. I don't need anything. Mark and I both grew up this way. I don't need any money. I don't want to be a consumer. I'm not going to be materialistic. And I ran a hair salon was the first business I was involved in. Ran a hair salon. And it be, it was a, it became striking to me at some point. I had, a, I had a meeting with all of our stylists one day. Now, ladies and a guy, what's the most important thing that has to happen in our shop today? And they're like, beautiful style. That was the number one. <laughs> People feel loved, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, none of those are the right answer. The number one thing that's happening, we have to make money or we shut it down. And none of those nice things you described get to happen. So nobody gets natural products. Nobody gets to enjoy your beautiful branding if it doesn't make money. Mm-hmm. If it goes down, it's all dead. And so we, we, we kind of have to, as business owners, we have to get our head around the fact that for my family to keep going and for us to keep expanding this brand and all the blessings that can happen uh, for people through cleaner products, it has to make money. It's got to be profitable. So I just throw that out to people because we we can be very idealistic as you're right. describing. We can go like, well, I just want to serve people with this thing. Like, yes, we do want to serve people. However, we've got to think profitability. Yeah, so go back eat. to your story. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, so that we're having this conversation and... Uh, one of the things that Chris has left out is the reason why uh, many folks like Chris and others are thinking about this is because they spent their entire time deployed living next to burn pits, eating horrible food. And so because of that, um, you know, not as healthy as we were when we started. And so now, you know, you think you don't think about these things, you know, otherwise until you start going to the doctor and going, why do I have this problem? Yeah. You know, why are my lead levels in my blood through the roof? Is it because I spent too much time in a shoot house? Well, you know, what is going on here that, that, that I have these problems? Why is my blood pressure through the roof? Why am I gray when everybody else is not gray? What right. is going on with me? And so, you know, that was part of the prime motivation as we started talking about it. You know, he's like, you know, one of the things I think I can do is if put a little, just a little bit of, of extra help for folks is to have stuff that they're not putting that stuff on their bodies now, mm. you know, and th- I think there's a market for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that was the prime part. Is there a market for it? Right. So going back to the dollar amount, is there a way, is there anybody out there? So, you know, you have to do the competitive analysis, yep. you know, at, you know, through the brand workshop, who's doing what, how are they doing it? How much money? And there's some people in this market that are making really, really good cash. Yes. So, so then that comes to the competitive part of we, can we compete brand wise? Are we smart enough to get that out there? And that's, that's kind of why that partnership with Fidelis and cleaner came about because yes, Fidelis has, has got that ability to uh-huh. do that. And then on the other side, you have have somebody who's got the work ethic, the drive, and the vision like Chris is, you put the two together, well, you start to make that mix for a business that's like, that can actually make it through that five years. You know, there's that bell curve of diminishing return for entrepreneurs at that five-year mark where you like, either I'm going to cut bait or we're going to fish harder, right? Yeah. So that's kind of where we're at. And you didn't just uh, do 
branding work, you actually bought into the company, and now Fidelis. Fidelis is a small partner. Is an of equity cleaners. partner. That's right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So you want the brand to be that, the best. It can well, we do. Be. It, you know, it's it's our belief here that that good businesses bring good into the earth, right? And so that that's a focus. And so in there, we're very very particular about that. But look at what Chris has done already, man. That's that's. That's that's the stuff. Yeah, so I'd like for you to talk us through yeah. some products, which I have personal experience with and enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first thing I want to say, it's not on this, but it's on this. <clears throat> this is the soap dish that I use in my home. And, uh, and we'll just zoom in right there. And tell me where this uh, little arrowhead comes from. Yeah, so um, with uh, the Special Forces uh, unit patch is an arrowhead. Uh, the branch insignia is two crossed arrows. Uh, I mean, the brand is like from part of my past, you know? Yeah. And so wanting to carry some of that over um, is where that arrowhead came from is um, being the, the tip of the spear, being the best, you know? And and that's kind of, I mean, that is like a value that I have with, with Cleaner, you know, is... We want quality products, and um, that arrowhead is part of that. Awesome. Mm -hmm. um, you guys sent me a care package of love of these products, which I, I they're fantastic. And I, the one thing I want to say, I was going to tell this to CT. I guess I'll say it to you. I love the branding. I, I mean, I love the packaging. I love the colors of these things. And I certainly love the product inside. It's this honking, I'm gonna open this up. It's this honking chunk of soap. What, what's the brand? Just, it's, it's like branded like a, like a steer, Psss, right on the front there. And um, the, 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 I love the smell of these things. Can you tell us about, I mean, there's a gazillion scents. How did you choose what we got? They all kind of have a tree connected to them, do they not? Uh, the ascent. This one smells like tea tree <clears throat> yeah, and tea a tree. sunrise. It's got like a little bit of a citrus yeah. scent to this it. This is my favorite one. Yeah, mm -hmm. part of it is, uh, I mean, we asked a lot of people. Um, everyone here at Fidelis, like anytime, yeah. you know, had a sample, I was passing it around to everyone, making little tally marks on which people, you know, who liked what. You the ask most, these nerds or, around here what they, what they want, the flavors they like? Yeah, I like. I, uh, that was part of it. Even there's a local rock climbing gym that we're at, probably close to three to four nights a week, something like that. That's where all and, the Douglas kids go. And mm -hmm. um, and you know, one day, like just a few people at the table, I was like that we knew. I was like, hey, you know, what do you think about this one? Do you you know? And getting their input, and then when we're sitting right next to the front of the door, and people saw what we we're doing or like, Hey, I want to like, you know, smell this thing and give my opinion too. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and so just about everybody that was coming through all the coaches that day, like some of the climbers, you know, just getting their input. So, so that was part of it. And then also part of it too is like, again, we started this whole thing with, you know, these are products that I use or my family uses. Sure. And so, um, 
these are things that mm-hmm. I like too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, I think that, you know, one question that I get every now and again, which is kind of strange, is that they're like, oh, do you use this too? And I'm like, wait, yeah, like, the, you know, like this is, that's how it started is yeah. that like I, I wanted something yeah, for myself. And so, mm-hmm. so yeah, we very much believe in them. And um, yeah, and, and I mean, are super proud in how everything has turned out yeah. product wise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where do you make these? Because I know you got to have big drums of oil and lye, and you got to have some production. Where? Where do you do this? Yeah, so everything's made here in the USA. As a part of the evolution of it, and knowing mm-hmm. that we needed to scale and to get everything done right, you know, we started working with some experts in the industry, and we have two people, two other companies that they're helping with all the the manufacturing aspect of it. You know, I know this is an aside, but you know, talking about where it's made, out of all these products, I love all of it, but it's very hard to find a natural deodorant that actually works that's not full of aluminum, right? Yeah. It took me a long time. You know, I couldn't figure out why I was going through white shirts and I would always end up with a stain and I couldn't figure out that it was the aluminum until somebody at the end of the table, I think, told me (laughs) one day. And I was like, really? And I switched, I was like, you know, I still don't stink and I'm not ruining my dress shirts. Yeah. What, what, what gives? But yeah, that's the coolest one out of all of them that makes it, that, 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 you know, as it comes in, as the manufacturing process goes to see how they do that. Would you, would you walk me through what, what are the deodorants? What are the options? Well, you got, you got a few. Now there's, there's forest. The, it's funny because, you know, we say that these are soaps and sundries for, uh, for cleaner men. Yeah. Right. My wife steals every single one of these as they come in, right? And and women and, are horrible. Aren't man, they? I'm telling you. So no, she's great. <laughs> oh, but she's what's great. funny is, is I thought, well, I'll, I'll get uh, I'll get a scent that I think is a little more masculine. I'm going to get the forest one. And she, then she won't, won't steal it. Man, she stole it. And so gone again. She's like, you know, that's really not too bad, but it works, and I don't have to worry about all the aluminum that I'm putting underneath my arms. So right? what are the what are the deodorant flavors? So you have the citrus that that's here. It's, it smells more citrus. That's and I a think, goner. That's yeah, going to be stolen for sure. It's going to get stolen for sure. But yeah, so you sunrise. know, yeah, the sunrise, and then of course you have the forest, forest, and last but not least, you have the campgrounds, and all of them, you know, are, are very masculine and smell, but they work right. So we were, you know, there's, you know, you can go to the local vitamin shops or whatever, and you can figure out and buy some buy some deodorant that says all natural, and <laughs> you then can you rub will, a crystal under your arm. Rub, rub a crystal, or worse yet, you think you've actually put lard underneath your arm because it's just some gooey mess, right? But yeah. not this man, it works great. Like a salt lick, you can just take yeah. a deer lick and rub it under. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> so that works well, and that that's actually all of my love, all of the soap and everything else too. But the fact that I don't stink is always a plus. And those me. three cents are the same three cents of the pomades. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The pomades, the beard oil, mm-hmm. and the deodorant. All yes. three of those scents, you know, are the same mm-hmm. that you can select. Now, what if a guy who doesn't have a beard takes a little beard oil for the ladies, <laughs> just wants the scent? Yeah. Actually, people assume that beard oil is only for the actual hair itself but it's for mainly face. for the skin thank so, you so yeah you can totally yeah you don't have to have a beard i could, to, I could yeah. put it on at night it actually works really good you just always have to remember oil before lotion but yeah so the oil is the is well, the key I'm, there's no lotion in my life so Me either be just that's oil. why i look like this after all these years <laughs> but yeah I heard that aging is something that is good, that like looking like an old man is something that we want to look like when we're old men, not, not middle age. Not, not when you're middle age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and I, we haven't gone through all of the scents for the soaps. So we've got hammock, which is like tea tree and a sunrise. 
And we've got what else? Ascent, which is like an alpine valley. Okay. And then we've got Scout, which is again that woodsy, you know, lumber kind of foresty type scent. Like yeah. taking a cedar plank and oh, yeah. rubbing it around yeah. itself. Great. Yeah. No now, sea foam. No 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 sea foam. No yeah. Sea foam. Yeah, I appreciate that. Now it's with you've got these products, people can buy them at cleaner.com k-l-e-n-r.com and i wanted to to uh just tell our people we we, abraham's wallet we're as close as we can be to fidelis and to cleaner so we feel like these people are part of our family and so what we're going to do is i'm just going to run basically an ad for cleaner there's no money changing hands but i'm going to be just talking about cleaner products because i I know that people dip in. I think most people listen to one or two a month. So I'm going to hit you all so that you hear this. So I'm for about four to six weeks, I'm going to talk about cleaner products. Again, there's no money changing hands. I just want people to know about these guys and we all buy soap somewhere. So why wouldn't you make it a soap that is not only uh, good for your body and like clean stuff, like good, good products, but also does some good. So I want you to tell me about the the charitable stuff that you do with cleaner dough. <clears throat> yeah, so there, there's a couple of things that we're doing. Um, one of them is for uh, a veterans nonprofit, Veterans Exploring Treatment Solutions. We... Um, how'd you e- pick, how'd you pick them? Oh, as a grant recipient myself. Okay. And I also do some part-time work for them. Okay. Um, and so... Like, I mean, that's one of the most important things if you're contributing to a nonprofit, knowing that where that dollar is going. Say that again. (laughs) Say it again. (laughs) Tell these people what you just said. Say it again. You need to know, you need to pick a good nonprofit and know where that dollar is going and know that it is going to be used as, you know, stretched as far as it can for the greatest good. And um, having benefited myself and seen now on the backside a lot of what they're doing knowing that okay this is totally worthwhile and worth supporting Um, we're also now doing something similar with the green beret foundation as far as any casualties that you know active duty national guard green berets um, that are injured there's a care package that the green beret foundation provides to them which includes it's a a ruck, uh, a bunch of other items that companies have donated. We're also providing items into that care package that they get. I just want to say that um, we can think because of what popular media has to say about the military, that it is an immoral pursuit, that all military stuff is, is evil that trying to defend one's own country is somehow so self-serving that it cannot possibly be moral and noble. I just want to tell people, if you, if you don't know this, the scripture gives latitude to nations that it does not give to individuals. And God has unilaterally given the right to defend one country mm-hmm. and your borders 
from foreigners and threats. He's given that to nations. So he's given to nations. You can govern yourselves. You can, you can govern yourselves the way that you see fit. That's part of his, the freedom that he allows countries. He also gives rights to soldiering. It, so I just want to say to all of our people, in case I can squash any kind of flames of dissent from people who don't know the scriptures and maybe you have been more influenced by culture in the last 12 years than you have by scripture, that being a soldier is actually a really noble thing to do with one's life and to serve one's country is a noble thing to do. And Christians ought to know that. And if you're listening to this in Australia, you don't have to be a fan of the American military. Be a fan of the Australian military. Be a fan of Australia's uh, government being moral and defending its own borders and having its own financial interests. God, God has set up the world that way for nations to be independent within their borders and, and to have the ability, it's not, it's not a given, but to have the ability to be wealthy and to be s- prosperous and to be self-sustaining. So I just want to throw that, throw that in because we don't, it just seems like there, there's two kind of uh, stripes in Christian world. One is touchy-feely, modern, fingerless glove type, uh, I think, of the people that put out records. And we have this, oh, we just, we're just so much better than anybody who'd be in the military. That's so it's such a distasteful thing. Or you have the far right-wing America and the kingdom of God are the same thing kind of nothing we could ever do as a nation could ever be wrong. And so we're rah, rah, rah. We don't live in either one of those camps. We're, we're believers first. And I'm part of a family that spans the globe. That's the, that's the kingdom I've given myself to. However, in this country that God has put me in, it is, um, Acts 17 that says he chooses the times and places where we live. He chose that we would be Americans. That wasn't our choice. He chose that for us. And because he put us here, we're going to be loyal to this place. We're going to pray for its benefit. And we're going to work towards the good of the place that we live. I got to throw that in in case there's any weird vibes about, well, I'm talking about military service as if it's distasteful. It's not distasteful. So forgive me for the another editorial. <laughs> I just can't help myself. Any closing thoughts? CT? No, I, I just appreciate you having us on and, and supporting Cleaner oh. and everything. Yeah, I'm proud of you, if I'm allowed Thank to you. say that. Yeah. I'm proud of you. You know, I keep having this thought. You're, I know from your Special Forces uh, experience, you're kind of a badass, but you seem like such a kind man. <laughs> Did that kindness come after you left active duty or were you conflicted? Uh, I, I wouldn't say I was ever conflicted. Um, I would say I'm much calmer now. I think a lot of my old teammates would, they have very different stories of who I was then versus oh. now for sure. But, um, but in some ways, like I think, yeah, like I talked about before, like how you're designed like that was always there. It's just sometimes there's some stuff that gets in the way and covers that up and you just have to get back to, to who you truly right. are. Fair enough. Yeah, you know, it's it's always scary when somebody's lethal and quiet. If they're lethal and yes. loud, it's not. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Make a big show of I'm tough. I'm a tough yeah. guy. It's yeah. when like I have the skills and nobody needs to know it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I appreciate both of your time and uh, we look forward to hearing 
uh, good things from Cleaner as you guys go upward and onward. So thanks for the time. Thanks Thank for you. having us.